Cyrus Mestri, the man who rose to the top position in the Tata Group, died in a road accident on Sunday while travelling back from Ahmedabad to Mumbai. Mestri's death comes after a six-year-long battle with the Tatas and just over two months after his father, Palonji Shapurji Mestri, passed away. Welcome to the BL Podcast. In this podcast, we join with Thomas, Chief of Mumbai Bureau, the Hindu Business Line, to know more about Cyrus Mystery and the future of Polonji Group. Welcome to the podcast, sir. Thank you for having me again. Sir, so we have been hearing about Cyrus Mystery and his untimely death. Uh, sir, can you tell us about Cyrus Mystery as a person, how he is? Yeah, so I had met um, Cyrus a few times over the last few years and I found him to be extremely humble, uh, very accessible, warm, empathetic. He was an introvert uh, who shied away from any for, sort of public gaze. Even when he was the chairman of Tata Sons, uh, he would rarely speak I mean, to the media or in general. Uh, but he was very straightforward, forward, very honest. Uh, he kept a low profile throughout, you know, even as the as a younger son of Palaji Sapurji Mistri, uh, he kept on the shadows of his illustrious father. Even when he joined the family business in 1991, it was only when he was uh, made the deputy chairman of Tata Group in 2011 that, you know, we even came to know uh, about Cyrus. Uh, once he became the chairman, of course, you know, we started to know more about him as uh, Mukund Rajan, uh, who was the brand custodian and uh, member group of his uh, executive council uh, between when uh, Cyrus was the chairman of Tata Sons. Uh, so Mukunds told us that, you know, he found Cyrus to be very inspirational, a lateral thinker, very smart and always encouraging his team to think deeply and do better. According to Mukund, Cyrus was also the most hardworking person within the group. And even in my interaction, you know, I found him to be speaking from his heart, speaking with a lot of honesty. His, his biggest contribution to corporate India would be, you know, about corporate governance issues. Mm-hmm. And all through his battle, and he kept talking about corporate governance issues. I mean, right or wrong, his battle is, did highlight a lot of issues, which not only Tata Sons, you know, a lot of corporates in India uh, face. And, you know, in my conversation with the top executive at a large conglomerate some years back, he said that, you know, they, the group undertook a total review of their corporate governance structure after uh, Cyrus started speaking about these issues. He met with a very tragic end. I think uh, some of these things that he spoke about, you know, worked on will continue to be his legacy. So Cyrus Mystery had a net worth of nearly $29 billion at the time of his death, making him uh, one of the richest men in India. Can you tell us about the business empire of Cyrus Mystery? Yeah, Cyrus Mystery belonged to a 150-year-old uh, Shapurji Palanji group. So this group had a wide portfolio of businesses. They, were, they are into construction, real estate, infrastructure, they were also into home appliances and electromechanical divisions. Uh, but the biggest value for them, for the SP group, is the 18.5% stake which they hold in Tata Sons. Uh, that equity is worth billions of dollars for them. And there is a dispute there on the valuation there. But yeah, the, so the amount that you mentioned, a large part of that is from this uh, equity which they hold in Tata Sons. So broadly, uh, that is what the uh, the wealth that you mentioned about him uh, it comes from. Yes, sir. Uh, as you said, Palonji Group is a more than a century old group. So can you explain us about the contribution made by Cyrus Mystery to it? The SP Group was actually founded by Cyrus Mystery's grandfather. Uh, and the business was actually grown 
by his father who passed away recently with mistri you know he was always under the shadow of his father paloji shapurji mistri uh, he joined the sp group in about 1991 but even then it, it was his father who was mostly calling the shots and taking the decision uh, it's uh, mistri's high point really in terms of a uh, his career came when he was appointed the deputy vice chairman of tata sons uh, in 2011 2012 and then he took over as the chairman of 20 of the tata sons in 2012 so i think his contribution came subsequent to that both in tata group and then after he exited as the chairman of tata sons then you know he went back to sp group so one of the things he did there was to uh, essentially reduce the debt help in reducing the debt of the company uh, so the sp group ran into a lot of debt because you know after the dispute with tata group uh, they lost out on a lot of business so sp group used to get a lot of business from tata group uh, mystery then uh, sort of helped the group uh, sell stake in some of their uh, companies like eureka forbes uh, then sterling and wilson renewable energy uh, so some of these you know stake sale negotiations cyrus was involved in that he also carved out something for himself within the group and floated a venture capital fund called mystery ventures mm-hmm. uh, so this was essentially uh, used to back startups in the country mm-hmm. uh, so that's as far as his contribution to sp uh, shapurji palanji group is concerned mm-hmm. as far as his stint in tata sons is uh, concerned that's that's where there is a sort of uh, division in view on what he did there so he took over in 2012 and he was at the helm till 2016 you know he began at with a with good intent so he laid out a plan uh, so first he identified a lot of uh, trouble spots within tata group and then he uh, laid out a plan to ensure that some of these companies which were under huge debt and was facing losses so he put in it put in motion a plan to take these companies out of losses and uh, also before he took over ratan tata himself had come out with a vision 2020 document uh, where he laid out objectives and targets for the group so uh, cyrus had uh, you know taken on this vision 2020 and uh, put together a plan to make sure these targets and objectives are uh, are met so in a way i would say that cyrus's contribution to tata sons was in identifying these trouble spots the companies which needed some interventions and he also flagged corporate governance issues within tata sons so all of this i think would add to his contribution sir and also uh, on the part of um, corporate governance issues that he was pointing out to uh, can you point us one or two of them yeah so two three things one is uh, so one thing he flagged was uh, businesses or contracts being given to entities uh, that were perceived to be close to ratan tata uh, so typically in a conglomerate where there are multiple businesses under the same umbrella uh, there has to be a, a you know a distance between the entities so if there is a company a and a company b a uh, company a cannot randomly give a contract to company b just because they are in the same group mm-hmm. there has to be a you know a request for proposal or a tendering process uh, where you pick up the, pick up the right person with the right pricing and the right quality so he flagged some of these uh, some of these concerns within the group which was which he claimed was happening mm-hmm. uh, so that was one the second big thing that he flagged was the decisions that were taken before him so for example you know he said that uh, uh, you know the investments into something like nano uh, was made out of emotion rather than uh, strong business um, 
um, you know, strategy or thinking. And he said that once it was clear that Nano was a failure, uh, Tata Motors should have withdrawn all, you know, investments into that platform. But um, he claimed that uh, Tata Motors continued to invest because uh, the project was very close to Ratan Tata. Uh, which is again he said something like he said that that was a corporate governance issue because you know you can't take business decisions based on emotions so see th- these are things which one can argue both ways but was there a was there a valuation exercise that was done was it transparent enough proof of the in the pudding is that some of these issues which mystery raised uh, was subsequently addressed by the current chairman n chandrasekhar so for example the nano project was shut down uh, so Uh, similarly with uh, on the issue of awarding contracts you know it has been clearly now said that there will be no such uh, contracts or tenders that will be given it will be done through a transparent process by the way uh, current chairman n chandrasekhar was uh, the chairperson of uh, tcs at that point in time and uh, he had a great equation with cyrus despite uh, all that was happening in the background uh, between cyrus and ratan tata and others in the tata group so cyrus liked chandrasekharan and chandra had a uh, high regard uh, for cyrus uh, so that i think also has helped in terms of uh, understanding what cyrus was trying to you know do or say uh, yes so he is a second chairman in the tata group of, who is not from the tata family so can you tell us more about the conflict that was between tata group and mystery and the sequence of events that happened with the company law board and the supreme court yeah so it was it's a long drawn out battle over 6 6 years of battle so i'll try and summarize as much as i can uh, so as i mentioned he he came on board in 2012 he was uh, hand picked by ratan tata to lead uh, you know he was a, he was actually reluctant to take up the job of as a chairman of tata sons but it was ratan tata who convinced him to take up the job uh, partially also because you know uh, you know as i said shapurji group held about 18.5% stake so he was the single largest shareholder in the in, in tata sons secondly i think somewhere ratan tata was also looking for a successor uh, you know there was a lot of commonality between tata group and sp group uh, both are from uh, you know parsi communities so it seemed like ratan tata was grooming cyrus as a successor to him to take over the reins of tata sons so it began well but i think the problem started when he started identifying these problem areas which uh, cyrus also questioned certain transactions between tata group entities Uh, which he red flagged saying that uh, you know these are related party transactions uh, so on and so forth so so i so because of all these uh, you know questions i think the relationship between ratan tata and cyrus uh, soured and we know now that uh, you know in 2016 you know he cyrus was uh, ousted from the as the chairman of tata sons which cyrus later said even he was surprised by their action because he was not expecting it and to be honest uh, it was very uh, unlike a tata group uh, you know we, uh, i've been tracking the group for almost 20 years now and they are very conservative they are they don't you know take these kind of very uh, extreme actions so clearly uh, you know the differences between the two reached a point where you know the tatas felt that uh, they could not continue with uh, cyrus as the chairman so after 2016 it became a massive uh, legal battle between the two uh, whereas the tatas were trying to portray cyrus as a non performer and you know that his three years at the helm was a complete waste cyrus on the other hand uh, was trying to portray 
that he was fighting a battle not for a position but to make sure that you know tata sons the tata group followed corporate governance issues so it then you know the battle went to various forums it went to nclt then it went to nclat all the way to supreme court uh, you know uh, and uh, there were you know it 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 went up and down because at one forum cyrus mistry was opposition was upheld but then you know finally supreme court held that uh, you know cyrus mistry has no legal locus standi to challenge his ouster and then cyrus again filed a review petition on the uh, on on the limited point of corporate governance he kept repeatedly saying that he was not challenging his ouster hmm. but he as late as this year may supreme court turned down this review petition as well so uh, legally uh, tata's won the battle and i would say from my conversation with cyrus mistry uh, this by- battle was essentially soul crushing from, from for him uh, it took a lot uh, out of him in terms of time energy and more than that he f- took it upon himself he took it uh, as a battle of his own honor and i think till the end he was trying to convey to the world and trying to convince the world that whatever it did uh, was for the betterment of tata group and not because of some personal ambition uh sir as you said he was trying very hard to be in the tata group and also uh, from my research i also found that the relationship with the tata group is not just from today it is also from the time that the palonji group was formed so uh, can you tell us more about the you know the relationship of tata group and the sp group yeah so as i mentioned like the two mm. groups have a lot of commonality right they are both yeah. pasi come from pasi communities Mm-hmm. uh there are marriages which have happened between the two families uh, cyrus's father used to be known as a phantom of bombay house bombay house is the headquarters of tata group phantom because he he was always you know there quietly but making ineffective interventions whenever required and sp group as i mentioned holds the largest stake in tata sons it's almost 18.3 percent they are single largest stakeholder in the company oh, and uh, there were a lot of business interaction between the two groups sp group used to get a lot of contracts businesses from various tata group entities so it was like a bond homey there was a family uh, environment ratan tata held cyrus's father in high esteem similarly uh, cyrus's father had uh, held ratan tata in high esteem uh, so so that's the thing you like you know so when the entire dispute uh, broke out everybody was surprised and shocked at what was happening given the proximity and the closeness between the two groups uh, so unfortunately that's what happened and uh, one doesn't know if it can go back to where it was with because now you know cyrus is uh, and his father both have passed away his mm-hmm. father passed away earlier this year in june mm-hmm. uh, so one hopes that uh, you know with with whatever has happened and with uh, both uh, shapur ji and uh, cyrus mistry passing away i think these disputes whatever they had is buried and now there is no legal conflict also because supreme court has kind of settled the issue Mm-hmm. so now the only dispute would be going forward i think is on that 18.5% stake which mm-hmm. uh, sp group holds in tata sons uh, that i think could be the next uh, point of friction because as i said if that that stake is worth billions of dollars and uh, the sp group is in considerable trouble financially uh, they managed to come out of some of the debt after selling some of their big businesses but they still need the money so i think at some point they will try to uh, sell this 18.5% stake but here again the problem is that uh, the tata sons have the first right of refusal so uh, there therein would 
come in the question of what is the value of that stake. So, um, so whereas SP Group uh, has put a value, let's say of X, Tata Sons, you know, say it is half of that. So, so we'll see how that one goes. The court had suggested that they settle this issue through through the intervention of you know maybe some retired judge or common friends, uh, but uh, that did not work out at that point in time. Uh, but hopefully uh, now uh, with whatever is happened uh, shapur mystery can sit across with ratan tata and sort this out so as you already briefly touched upon so can you tell us about what might be a, a better uh, succession plan for the sp group now sir so succession plan is already out there so shapur mystery mm-hmm. the elder son of palonji uh, palonji mystery has take already taken charge of the group uh, so when cyrus took over as the chairman of tata sons shapur mystery took over as the top executive as the uh, of the sp group so he will continue to run the show uh, mm-hmm. given that uh, cyrus uh, two sons um, feroz and zahan uh, mm-hmm. one is not sure if they are ready to take any kind of responsibility or charge at this point in time uh, so i think uh, now it will be uh, shapur mystery the eldest son of shapur ji mystery who will who will run the show for now hope we have given answers to all the questions that was running around the listeners mind about Cyrus Mystery and the future of Pologi Group. I thank Thomas for joining us in this podcast and clearing all the clouds. Yeah, pleasure talking to you and thanks for having me. I thank the listeners for listening to us. Take rest until we get back to you in another podcast. This is Jayapriyanka signing off.